No, really. He means it this time. Yeah, good morning. I'm Rock 107's prospector. Tom Brady, NFL quarterback, has retired again. But this time he swears it's for good. He announced it in a video on Instagram yesterday. But he kept it short because he said, quote, you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year, end quote. This guy quits football more than Ozzy quits touring. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. Brady, I think this time you mean it. Thank you guys so much. You're retiring as the greatest quarterback of all time. Thank you for allowing me to live my absolute dream. We'll try to forget your last season. But the Buccaneers... We'll probably have a hard time. You're Tom Brady. Love you all. Hi, I'm Prospector's wife, Tara. Here's a little taste of my world. It's time for Prospector's Picky Pet Peeves on Rock 107. I'm already hearing this too much leading up to the Super Bowl. and We've got more than a week to go. We're just days into it. Ultimate. The ultimate game. It's ultimate. The ultimate Super Bowl. Um, ultimate means last or final. So unless they plan on never playing them again, this Super Bowl won't be the ultimate. Really? I hear this all the time, and it makes me want to puke in my soup. In fact, I heard it on the national news over the weekend with more weather on the way. Well, weather is simply the state of the atmosphere. There's always weather. Always! It's not a quantifiable notion, you moron. Unless this yam bag somehow exists in a perfect vacuum, you better bet your Aunt Fanny there's weather where he is. Nobody cares. And this one goes to knowing the meaning of the words you use, too. If I hear one more simpleton say momentarily when they mean shortly or soon, I'm going to lose it. Momentarily means for a moment. Not soon, not shortly, not in a moment. It's for a moment. I see this on TV when a channel's having difficulties and they'll have a graphic that reads, your channel will return momentarily. Hey, I'd like it to return permanently. I'd much prefer the outage to be momentarily. If you're looking for a fancy, smart-sounding way to say in a moment, try presently. As in, if I hear you misuse momentarily one more time, I'll stop by to see you presently, pause momentarily, and kick you square in the jimmy. Seriously? You think that was bad? Try living with him. Love you, honey. Mean it. Can't make it to Pennsylvania but still want to experience the fun of Groundhog Day? Then get your family the Little Groundhog Day playset. It's got everything you need to celebrate in your own backyard. A top hat, a shovel to dig a hole, and the star of the ceremony, your very own groundhog. Oh my God, get that out of my house! Your kids will love it! Get my broom! And so will your pets! He's moving up and down on Mr. Whiskers. It's fun for the whole family. I think it's chewing on Grandpa. <gasps> it bit me. Oh, my God, it bit me. My mouth is foaming. I can't feel face. The Little Groundhog Day playset. Rabies shots sold separately. Breaking the news. That's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Tom Brady announced his retirement from the NFL again. He'll be remembered for giving it all to his sport and half to his ex-wife. Today is Groundhog Day. Punxsutawney Phil's home in Pennsylvania is Gobbler's Knob, which sounds more like the title of a Stormy Daniels porno. 
The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees were announced yesterday, and you're not going to believe this. Some of them actually play rock and roll. It's 60 Minutes meets Gone in 60 Seconds. Tune in tomorrow for Prospectus Briefs on Rock 107. Northeast PA's classic rock, Rock 107. That's right, Woodchuck Chuckers. It's Groundhog Day! Yeah, today in uh, a number of small towns all over North America, the communities are looking to their bizarrely named groundhogs to predict how much longer winter is going to be sticking around. Yesterday on Facebook and Twitter, I said, hey, you let me know. Embrace Groundhog Day or attack Groundhog Day. And uh, a slight favor, 55 to 45% in favor of attacking. So here we go. The sad truth is a bunch of drunken folks, typically old white men wearing ridiculous clothing, scare the crap out of some poor rodent in a badly staged attempt to keep tourist dollars flowing to an otherwise forgettable corner of the world. Punxsutawney, PA, I'm sure is a nice little town, but if it were not for Phil the Groundhog, no one outside of Jefferson County, Pennsylvania would know anything about it other than it's got a weird name. And I know it's tradition. Oh, it's tradition. Let's see what the Groundhog says about the winter. Let's hold on to our traditions. You know what? It used to be tradition to put leeches on your face when you had a black eye or to drill holes in a people's skull to bleed a headache out. So forgive me if I don't get all weak in the knees over your tradition. Phil's accuracy record also leaves something to be desired. He's right about 39% of the time. Sure, in baseball, that's going to make you a Hall of Famer. But in weather, even silly boy Snedeker is better than that. In fact, let's put Joe in a hole. Come to think of it, that's not a bad idea. Let's put Snedeker in a hole, yank him out, and see if he sees his shadow. I guess it's a heck of a party. It's a heck of a party. you got to go to Punxsutawney. It's a party. Prospector, oh my God, it's such a party. Good. Because America really needs another reason to blow off work and get hammered. I mean, that's what we're sorely missing in this country, right? Outside of the movie, I hate everything about Groundhog Day. There, I said it. I hate the pomp and circumstance. I hate the whole gobbler's knob. To me, that sounds like somebody in a porn movie, period. I hate the whole, the prognosticator of prognosticators. I hate the whole idea that something I want to kill 364 days a year all of a sudden becomes the most important thing in the world that one day of the year, February 2nd. Punxsutawney Phil and all the other rodent weathermen can go pound sand. Winter ends March 19th. Period. I don't need a glorified rat to be yanked out of a hole, see a shadow or not, to let me know when the winter season ends. I got a calendar and something called science. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. Two Ukrainian refugees are heading to the Super Bowl. Yeah, a couple near Kansas City sponsored them last year, and they've been living together since then. They were at the AFC Championship game last week when the Kansas City Chiefs got involved and gave both couples tickets to the big game. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea-brain, mouth-breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Jam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. This is like the movie Jaws, except in reverse. A TikToker in China just got caught and got a huge fine after filming herself cooking and eating a great white shark. She goes by the name TZ online. The shark was six feet long and authorities in China have been investigating ever since she posted that video last summer. 
It shows her buying the shark illegally and then cooking it over a big fire. Then she picks up a huge chunk and takes a bite. Great white sharks are considered a vulnerable species and they're protected in China. So after the video went viral, they confiscated some of her leftovers, tested the tissue samples, confirmed it was a great white shark. Then they charged her with violating China's wild animal protection law and just fined her $18,500. The people who sold her the shark are also facing charges. If you're curious, she said the meat was very tender. Nominee number two. This sounds like the plot of an 80s movie, which wouldn't actually happen in real life, but it did. Two weeks ago, the assistant coach of a JV basketball girls team in Virginia entered the game herself as a player. Her name is Arlisha Boykins, and she's 22. She was impersonating a 13-year-old who was out of town and wasn't able to play. There's video online of Arlisha playing the game, and she was not worried about staying under the radar. She was balling. After word got out, she was canned by the school. Several other coaches, including the head coaches of the JV and varsity team, were let go, and the girls on the team decided to opt out of the rest of the season. The father of the 13-year-old who was being impersonated was not amused, saying coaches always preach about integrity. So I was shocked. And the winner is... The 22-year-old basketball coach who got fired for impersonating a 13-year-old player in a game. Yeah, way to go, moron. You're the yam bag of the day. And we'll move on to tomorrow's yam bag of the week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's yam bag of the week right here on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 530 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.